What is up, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up, Howard Bender, Adam Ronis, Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. The last time you're going to hear Adam and I talking before you dig into the Super Bowl. So, obviously, Adam and I are going to make our picks and talk about some prop bets that we like and uh, and see if we can't win you uh, a, a few bucks there. Adam, how you feel? How how's your how are you feeling about your read on this game itself? I mean, Chiefs Bucks, three point difference. Uh, you look at the money lines, and it just it keeps saying coin flip here. Uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I lean to one side. I know it's a game that should be close. Uh, the Bucks have played well in the playoffs. You have Tom Brady. I guess that's the biggest factor is people kind of want to see Tom Brady win or they feel like he's tough to beat with what he's done with Tampa Bay. But uh, I feel pretty strongly about one side. You, but you don't want to tell me one side. Yet. Oh, you want me to tell now? Okay, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't want to. All right, we'll be fine. We won't spoil it. We won't spoil it. Um, um, you feel really good about one side. Not uh, really yeah, good, I, but I, I, not like all 100% I'm all in. But No, 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 I got you. I got you. Yeah. Because I'm, well, I'm, I'm dealing with, see, I'm dealing with Jim Bowden on the air. I don't know what Fenstie's like as far as this whole. Well, I know that Fenstie's all about the chalk, and he's always about the chalk. Um. Yeah. Jim is basically giving himself a win-win situation. He says he's putting his money on the uh, on the on the Chiefs, but he's really rooting for this Tom Brady narrative of you know taking a seven and nine team and turning them around, and they're in the Super Bowl and they're hosting the Super Bowl, uh, and and so he's like, I mean, he's been you know he's been slurping on uh, on Tom Brady. Uh, for a while now. So he's kind of like, he's, he's, you know, he's working that line. Me, I, I'll say it, man. I don't care. We'll leave yours as a surprise. But me, it's Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. And maybe that's a little bit of my New York Jets bias and my hatred for Tom Brady and how annoying this narrative is. But yeah, man, I, I just, ay, ay, ay. Uh, for me, I'm kind of rooting for the Chiefs. I don't hate or dislike Tom Brady. Um, I like some of the Bucks. I like Arians. So I wouldn't be upset if they won, but I kind of do get tired about, I mean, Tom Brady's done enough, right? You know? Uh, so I kind of think about this too. This could have been the third consecutive Super Bowl for Patrick Mahomes. I, they should have beaten New England two years ago yeah. in that overtime game. I, I have no doubt in my mind if the Chiefs win the coin toss and go down the field, they win that game. No question about it. New England could not stop Kansas City in the second half. That um, offsides call as well. So, I mean, this could have been the third consecutive Super Bowl for Mahomes. The way I look at it, and I think I've said it, I just haven't seen anyone slow Kansas City down. I haven't seen it in the last couple of years in the postseason. Mahomes has put up 30-plus points in every playoff game except the one against Cleveland when they scored 22 and he got hurt. No one has slowed this team down. 49ers, good defense last year. Couldn't slow him down. Like, just whatever is thrown their way, they have not stopped Mahomes. And yes, the Buccaneers defense is good, but it's not dominant. They showed cracks this year. I mean, mm -hmm. Kansas City lit them up when they met in week 12. And I know things are different now. I mean, that's my biggest concern from a Chiefs perspective is the offensive line with no Eric Fisher and, and, and the 
Buccaneers pass rush. But I just think that with two weeks, Andy Reid is good off a bye. They're going to come up with schemes. Mahomes is elusive. He'll get rid of the ball quicker. You know, one of the things we haven't seen from them is, you know, running back screens. Maybe that's something they implement into the game plan this week to offset if uh, the Buccaneers have success getting to Mahomes. So I just, I, I, I can't go against the Chiefs. Um, with the way they played, no one has stopped Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. And the way to beat the Chiefs is a shootout. And I don't know if the Buccaneers can get that done. Makes sense. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't necessarily know if the only way to beat the Chiefs is in a shootout. It is, bro. You're not beating the Chiefs 20 to 17. I, I maybe, okay, if I'm wrong, I'll come and say next week. But when, <laughs> when, when have we seen, when have we seen this Chiefs offense stop, bro? With they, no one has slowed them down in the playoffs. Even when the Chiefs suck for a half, they had 10 points last year at halftime, right? The game against the Texans, they were down, was it 24 nothing, 27 nothing? Like, this team is never out of it. Even last year, you watch them like, wow, the 49ers get No, Mahomes just woke up. He didn't even have a good game. He really didn't. I mean, Damian Williams was probably the guy that should have gotten MVP, but, you know, Mahomes led the comeback, and we know how quarterbacks typically get it, but... I just haven't seen anyone slow the Chiefs down. And I don't think this Buccaneers defense is the team to do it. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, Carlton Davis was was looking absolutely fantastic early on in the season. And then he kind of uh, petered out uh, in the second half. It's very interesting. Antoine Winfield is going to be back. He's going to be playing. Uh, that's a big boost for this uh, for this Bucks defense. But yeah, okay. I mean, listen. Yeah, you see, when I hear shootout, you know, it, it, to me, shootouts are like, you know, both teams are scoring thirty plus points. Um, you know, I don't. I mean, I, but I guess, yeah. I mean, the last time when they played, it was twenty seven twenty four. I guess you you could you have to say it was a shootout because it was misleading. It's misleading. and that score is misleading because the Chiefs were in control. The whole yeah. way. I mean, they were up big and you know how it goes. You know, you have the big league, you know. Yeah, the Chiefs kept continuing to throw, but maybe they're not as aggressive. It's like, all right, let's just kind of pass our way, move the chains, let the clock run down. So, like, to me, that game is just really not indicative of the final score. You hear, oh, 27-24. Okay, that was a, a close game. It really wasn't. Yeah. I, I mean, they were up 20 more- they were up 20 to 7, and then they were up what 27 to 7. Yeah, okay. Buccaneers scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. Great. <laughs> Great. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> and right, the, well, I, so, too. so I've got thing. I've got a sneaking suspicion. I know where Adam's leading as far as his bet goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the other thing too about the Chiefs, man, they're smart. You know, they, when they played the Bucs, they said, you know what? Buccaneers are great against the run. You know what? Fine. We're just going to throw it all day. And Mahomes attempted 49 passes. Even Kelsey threw a pass in that game, too. So that's something to keep an eye on if they have some type of trick play up their sleeves for this game. But they didn't run the ball. It's smart. Like, why run it? And they just threw it all over Tampa Bay. Uh, Mahomes had 49 pass attempts, which was a season high. Yeah, I was talking to um, to Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star. I asked him flat out. I was like, listen. I said, I'm, if I'm playing a DFS showdown slate, um, I'm going to want, you know, I'm going to have to use some low end guys. So don't tell me Tyreek and don't tell me Kelsey. And I, <clears> I don't one. even want to hear Nicole Hardman. I said, I want to hear who's going to catch a touchdown pass like Anthony Sherman. Like, that's what I want to know. And, you know, and he immediately he was like, you know, he's like, that really wouldn't surprise me. He said, it wouldn't surprise me to see like a tackle eligible 
kind of situation where an offensive lineman catches a pass. Wouldn't surprise him to see uh, Anthony Sherman catch a catch a pass for a touchdown. So you know that the, the little things like that, the gimmicky stuff. You know, Andy Reid's definitely capable of doing that. Definitely capable of doing that. All right, man. So I'm with you. I, I see where you're at here. At I see you, Ronus. I see you right here, right now. Um, <clears throat> let's talk some. Uh, let's talk some props then. We'll get to our our final final pick for uh, for over unders and spread uh, in a little bit. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk props. Uh, number one prop here, uh, Adam. What song is the weekend going to open with? Dude, I don't know. I. <laughs> I have no idea. I stay away from that. I'll, I'll tell you what. You know what? Ani Streeter from Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. He's a producer over there. You know him, obviously. Our audience might not. <clears throat> Did some crazy, crazy work on uh, on the the uh, the Super Bowl halftime props. Uh, some pretty funny stuff. Pretty Good funny for stuff. Him. I'm not messing with that stuff. Well, are you competing in the Fantasy Alarm Big Game Contest? Well, am I eligible to win? Of course you are. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I filled it out, but I didn't do much research on the halftime stuff. Well, you know, you'll just have to go to the SiriusXM app and rewind and search for Fantasy Alarm so you can hear everything that Jim and I broke down today. Okay, I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, so where do you want to start for uh, for player props? Well, I'll just throw some out that I like, right? Oh, throw away, Adam. Let me see it. Uh, I like Leonard Fournette over three and a half receptions. Uh, he's been the pass catching back in the playoffs. I do think Ronald Jones will get carries, but they don't throw to him. If you look at the playoffs, Fournette has four, six, and seven targets. His receptions are four, five, and five. Uh, especially if you feel that they could be playing from behind. And the way Kansas City's defense is designed, they play a lot of nickel and dime because they take away the deep pass. They allow you to complete passes to the tight ends, which I'll get to uh, there, and running backs as well. So I think Fournette goes over three and a half receptions pretty easily. So that's one of my favorite props. When you do props, um, in order to, uh, to to make a little something off of them, uh, do you parlay them? Do you do a, a number of them? I typically do not parlay them. No. Because, I mean, I mean, listen, I agree with you. I think Leonard Fournette, the over of three and a half receptions, I, I like it a lot. But, you know, at minus 167 on the DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, eh. it's, it's minus 128 on BetMGM. Ooh. Swing. All right. That's definitely better. It's definitely better. Um, all right. Leonard Fournette, three and a half receptions. Uh, for that one, I, I can dig it. What else you got? Uh, this one I started to look at today. Uh, Rob Gronkowski over 29 and a half receiving yards. Cameron Brake came up on the injury report with a back issue. Not a good thing on a Thursday. And Kansas City is not good at defending tight ends. Again, because the way their defense is designed, they give that up. They just don't want to beat you deep. They don't care if you just, you know, throw these short passes. Um, and Gronkowski in the first matchup against them had six for 106 on seven targets, even break four for 34 on six targets. So 13 targets to the tight end. Uh, and again, they were playing from behind, uh, you know, pretty big deficit. So that is something to consider because I think Tampa Bay will try and come out and run a little bit. But I just think that this is a game where 
you're going to see more Gronkowski. I know he's been terrible in the postseason, and they've asked him to block a lot. But this is the Super Bowl, man. This is Tom Brady's guy. He does videos with him, and we've seen him take shots deep to Gronkowski. Um, so he hasn't gone over this number. In fact, his playoffs numbers have been bad. One for 29, one for 14, and a zero against Washington. Um, but that was a ferocious pass rush that they needed to buy time there with that front seven. Um, so I think you're going to see Gronkowski um, have a couple plays in this game, and they're going to take shots. You know, the playoffs have been different, but look at the end of the regular season. You know, he he was involved in the offense a little bit more. So it was a big game, Super Bowl. So I'm going to take the over on Gronkowski. <clears throat> Taking the over, Gronkowski, what was he, six for 106 the, when they faced each other the first time? Yes, yeah, six for 106 on seven targets, and a 48-yard <clears throat> was his long. And a 48-yarder was his long. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, you know, I, I get it. You know, you, you're also dealing with, I mean, listen, Cameron Brait was limited participant in practice on Thursday. Uh, he's dealing with a back issue. It's not something that I think is going to hold him out. <clears throat> but maybe that does tilt things a little bit more towards uh, Rob Gronkowski. Um, you know, tail end of the season, he did have a couple of good games where, you know, you saw like five targets in the uh, division series. He had four targets in the uh, in the game against Atlanta, uh, seven targets in the uh, in the first game against Atlanta back in week 15. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, it's, it's, it's kind of funny for me. Like, I'm not 100% sure really about Gronk only because I think every – just because I think everybody's on him so much. I don't think so. I think people really? – yeah, I think people are gonna people game log, bro. They look at it like, oh, he's not done nothing in the playoffs. Two catches for forty three yards in three games. I I don't think so. I don't think they're on him. I have seen though, and and maybe, and again, I'm not listening and talking to people everywhere. I haven't done a, a ton of Super Bowl stuff because I'm so busy with NBA. Uh, you know, I just started looking at this stuff the last couple of days. I have seen the number move though. It's um twenty nine and a half on BetMGM, DraftKings Sportsbook. But it's 31 and a half on FanDuel and points bet. Huh. All right. So you're on the uh you're on the over there, and yeah. obviously prefer to bet the 29 and a half over as opposed oh, to the yeah, and the juice is only minus one ten on Bet MGM anyway. So <clears throat> Okay. All right. Does Rob Gronkowski score a touchdown? I think he can, yeah. I mean, that's that's not a bad one either. I mean, I hope Leonard Fournette scores the first touchdown because I got a DK boost of plus thirteen hundred. So yeah, I'm going to throw something <laughs> on that. So I'm rooting for Fournette to have the first touchdown of the game so I can cash out. Yeah, I was doing um, much of a call. I was, I was doing some uh, some stuff over at Wager Alarm, some props for <clears throat> wide receivers and, uh, and tight ends. And uh, DK Sportsbook has anytime touchdown for Gronk at plus 225. I'm like, yeah, I can definitely dig on that. Plus 225. Uh, for that, like, I mean, you know, I like Mike Evans at uh, at plus 110, even though it's not a huge return. But I mean, listen, I mean, this is this is the thing, you know. Brady asked for Gronk. Brady asked for Antonio Brown. Brady asked for Leonard Fournette and he got him. So, you know, is is this where we're looking at? Is this the big stage that uh, that, you know, for the Super Bowl that. Brady leans on those guys that he wants. You already like Leonard Fournette on the over <clears throat> for three and a half uh, receptions. You like Gronk on the over here. Uh, do you like any Antonio Brown props? 
Uh, no, I haven't really looked at them, but there is a receiver coming off an injury that I am looking at their props, which I think is very interesting. Tell me it's Sammy Watkins. Dude. It is Sammy Watkins, I bro. knew it! It is. I knew it! He's in my article over dude. at Fantasy Alarm, so, at wageralarm.com I didn't well. Honestly, I didn't see that article yet. What'd you take, the over yards? Uh, no, I took the, uh, I took the over, uh, three and a half receptions. Okay. All right. Is there another one? Cause there's something else I like on him. I, you know what? He was plus two sixty on DK's anytime touchdown. Uh, the one I like is longest reception over 17 and a half yards, uh, Ooh. which is minus one Oh five on DK. You can get it over 18 and a half for plus 100 on bet MGM. Oh. Here's the thing, bro, dude, Sammy Watkins. His playoffs last year were phenomenal, man. Even the other props you mentioned are good, too. Now, yeah, there's a little bit of a health risk, but we're getting low numbers because of that. But last year in the, in the Super Bowl, he was 5 for 98. His longest reception was 38 yards. Tennessee, he was 7 for 114. His longest reception was 60 yards. Houston, he was 2 for 76. His longest reception was 48 yards. You know Mahomes is taking a shot deep. And Tampa Bay has struggled against number two receivers. We saw MVS put up a big game last week. Traquan Smith had two touchdowns against them the week before. I, I like this Watkins play. I mean, he's no doubt if he's on the field and healthy, he's absolutely getting a reception longer than 17 and a half yards. Um, even his regular season games to close last year. Um, or is this? Uh, yeah, no, that was last year. Let me go back. I mean, this year is kind of tough to judge. He was banged up. But let me look at some of his last games. Yeah. Okay. The Atlanta game. I don't think he played much. Right. But even the games before that, the 20th against the Saints his long 23 Miami long 37. I mean, they're going to take shots to him deep downfield. So I think 17 and a half yards over for longest reception is a pretty good one. But I agree with you on the other ones, too, uh, because and the other thing is. I think they're they're going to mostly pass. I just don't see them running the football. They're smart, man. It's like, you know Tampa is good against the run. The only way they're going to run is trickery, right? McCole Hardman, jet sweep, something to Tyreek Hill, something like that. They're not going to just run it into the teeth of the Tampa Bay defense, especially with the offensive line banged up. And they already showed it when their offensive line was full strength. So Mahomes is going to throw... And I think I want to double check. I think Mahomes' complete uh, attempts was like 40 and a half. I think that's a, a pretty good over, too. It's risky because, say, they build a big lead or something. It could go wrong. But I just I just see them passing a ton, and that's going to be good for Watkins. Yeah, Mahomes' pass attempts are 40 and a half, 41 and a half, uh, depending on the book. But, yeah, I, I like some of Watkins' props, man. We're getting low numbers because of the injury. If he's out there healthy and playing, he should go over some of these. Yeah, I mean, listen, obviously, like you said, it's a risk, the calf injury. But, you know, they, they actually said uh, before the uh, the conference championship that Sammy Watkins uh, participated in warm-ups and actually looked pretty good. Um, they didn't feel it was necessary to push him at that point. Uh, and so, you know, here we are two weeks later uh, down the road and Sammy Watkins, uh, they're just, you know, they're putting in the limited practices, um, I jumped on this as well as you did. Like, I mean, you, you got to figure they're going to probably try some bracket coverage on Tyreek and, you know, try and blanket Kelsey. And so you're going to have to look at these secondary and tertiary receivers as far as who's going to happen. Now, I think with the offensive line banged up, what I do think that, that we could see a little bit more of, um, 
is we could see a little bit more running back pass plays. Yes, yeah, I mentioned yeah, that earlier yeah. that I thought maybe they might throw because they really have not thrown a lot of running back screens this year. Not at all. No, not at all. Yeah. So I would that that's one of the things you f- figure maybe they throw in as a wrinkle, you know, because Tampa Bay is not going to expect it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. And then, you know, you look at a guy like Sammy Watkins. Uh, again, everybody's going to be all over me, Cole Hardman. And few people are going to want to risk it with uh, with Sammy Watkins. So you're not looking at them raising these props at all um, over the next couple of days. So I like it. I like it. All right. So Sammy Watkins, longest, longest reception, 17 and a half. For who? Is that what you just said? Sammy yeah, Watkins? Watkins? Yeah, over yeah. 17 and a half. Over 17 and a half. All right. What else you got? Um, This one is not a. Uh, this is a little bit more riskier, but under 10 points for the first quarter. Because we have seen teams in the Super Bowl come out a little tight, feel each other out. We've seen Kansas City themselves get off to a slow start. Let's not forget, what was the score last week? The Chiefs fall behind 9 yeah. nothing. So um, it's always risky with Kansas City. But they have done this in the playoffs. They did it throughout last year. and. It's just natural. You come out a little tight. You know, maybe you throw the football too much, a drop pass, a penalty. Uh, so I see it being a low-scoring first quarter. So I'm taking under 10 points in the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, listen, I actually I like that because, again, I think that that the the Bucks do try uh, to run a little heavier early on, uh, you know, just to, just to hold the ball, control the clock, keep Mahomes off the field. Um, you can run on Kansas City, and when you've got – Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, um, you know, I, I definitely think that like, and, and how many times have we seen Brady with these long sustained drives, like to, to yeah. open a game up. Right. So I, you know what, I, I actually, I really like that. Even, even more as we're talking about it now, what's the, uh, what's the juice on that? Uh, I got to find that. I forgot. I didn't write that one down. Um, I was looking at it the other. Yeah, That's my favorite one that you've said all day. Is it really? I do really? like that. I mean, because we have seen that. And I, it's not even about whether or not they'll come out tight or anything like that. It's just that we have traditionally seen Kansas City start slow. You know, they really, they'll light it up in the second quarter. Absolutely. They'll light it up in the second half. But, <clears throat> you know, figuring that, you know. Yeah, last week was 9 nothing after one quarter. So we just came in on the under. And then week, the one against the Browns, 6-3 Kansas City after one quarter. Yeah. I like that, dude. I like that a lot. I really do. Wow, she. All right, before we uh, before we let Adam uh, dazzle us with a few more, because I gotta write all these down. I want to take a quick time out here to just thank our sponsor, uh, Monkey Knife Fight, the uh, the DFS site y'all need to be playing on. Here's why. <laughs> do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love baseball basketball hockey golf ufc nascar wnba and esports too 
Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTEUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play Play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, dude. I'm still in on this. Ten points under for the fourth quarter. First, first quarter. quarter, I mean. Yeah. First quarter. First quarter. First yeah. quarter, damn it. Um. All right. Where are you looking now? Uh, the juice on this is ridiculous, Um. depending on the book. I know it's too – damn, man. It's pretty bad. But interceptions thrown by Brady over a half. I think he throws one. Uh, but it's I, – I didn't realize it's gotten this high. It's minus 192 on DK. So, <laughs> yeah, bro. I didn't realize it was that high. It must have been lower. and People have been juicing it up. Um, I, I got to see if I can find it like on FanDuel. Bet MGM is over one and a half plus 280. I don't want to risk that. Uh, but I think Brady's throwing a pick here, man. I definitely think Brady's throwing a pick. Yeah. No doubt I mean, about it. Would you do over one and a half at plus 280? Um, I'm just, if I'm throwing down, if I'm just throwing down a small bat. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're going to throw small, might as well. Right. That's what, see, and that's what you have to do sometimes. You just got to figure out, okay, what's my disposable income? If, if say football is the only sport or you just say, right, look, I want to put some prop bets down to make the Super Bowl more fun. You know, figure out what your, a disposable income where you go, hey, if I lose that, I'm all right. Look, no one wants to lose. That's the bottom. I hate losing money. I lose 10 bucks on this <laughs> Oh, no, not so, me. I love it, man. I'm the I wrong love person. Losing. It's I, the best. I, I'll stress if I lose a $10, $20 prop. It's just because I hate losing, bro. I hate losing in general, and then I'm losing money? No, fuck that. But say you have, you know, you say, all right, I'm going to throw $100, $150. Yeah, why not? It's something that's plus 280 if you think it can happen, sure. Throw 10, 15 bucks on it, right? What do you have to lose? If it loses, nothing. If not, all right, you doubled, tripled your money on something where you get good odds. So, yeah, you can do it. It all depends on how you want to dispose of your money. Yeah. For for one and a half interceptions, for him to throw a second pick, um, I, I, yeah, I would, I would throw, I, I'd throw 10 bucks on that or 20 bucks on that. Why the hell not? I mean, that's the thing, you know, it's so funny. I always talk to when Craig Mish and I talk props for, uh, for wager alarm. He's like, you know, he's like Mr. Pringles over there. He's like, you can't have just one. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I get that. So I mean, if you're throwing it down there, yeah. I mean, listen, I'll put, I'll put 20 bucks on a prop, you know, five different props and, uh, and and just you know have a little fun with it. It's a little little skin in the game, uh, and it's not crazy. I'm not like going out of my budget or anything like that. And you know what? If that hits, that's just, see that's why I want to know now. This uh, this uh, the the ten points, the under. I want to find that because I would love to just you know, add that to my list. I didn't even think about that one, man. I didn't even think about it. Doing me right here, Ronis. You're doing me right. Good. Glad to help out. Now, if they miss, I don't want to hear any complaints next week. Oh, no, 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 dude. I'm going to ruin you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to troll you incessantly, right? Especially when it's like 13 points in the first quarter. 
And I'm just like, God damn it, Ronus! You screwed me! No, I like that one. I definitely do. I dig it. Um, all right. Any more player props? Uh, those are most that uh, for now. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I've got a couple over at uh, at wageralarm.com that you guys can uh, can definitely check out. Let me see what Adam seems to think. Uh, how about this? Most receiving yards in the game. Uh, plus 180, Travis Kelsey. Um, I probably lean towards Tyreek Hill for that. Why? Because of last time? Because he's just a big play threat. Kelsey is 12 here, a 10 here. I mean, could he do it? Yeah. Tyreek Shit adds can, up, dude. Yeah, Tyreek can get 64 in one play. True. True, true, you true. Know? So what's what's uh, Tyreek's odds? Probably fewer, that's why, right? It's less. No, actually, his, uh, his odds were actually better. Uh, well, I mean, worse slash better. Let me find it. Where is it? By your props, where is my? I remember where I found that now. Here we go. Most receiving yards. <clears throat> Kelsey was uh, plus one eighty. Tyreek plus two hundred. That's pretty interesting. I mean, right? I know Kelsey's been ridiculous, but it's super ridiculous. And listen, you know Tyreek is great. I get that, and he can blow it up with like a, a seventy-five yard touchdown pass. No doubt about it. He could also score two touchdowns and have 50 yards receiving. He can, but man. And it's not because of the first matchup. It's just, you know, he gets that one 65, 70-yard play. I mean, he's right ahead. He's ahead of Kelsey. Okay. All right. Um, McCole Hardman, anytime touchdown, plus 220. Uh, if Watkins plays, I don't like it. And and Demarcus Robinson too. Hardman's going to see less. Yes, I agree that Hardman is definitely going to see less if Sammy Watkins is on the uh, on the thing. I actually wrote that in the uh, in the write up here um, that you do have to watch the health of Sammy Watkins because they will could yeah, but they could the snap count. But like we said before, they're not going to run the ball a lot there, and they they ran an end around with Hardman last week. They could do that. And Hardman has the ability to take it to the house. But I just think the touches are going to be. I mean, you know, hmm, let's see. So the last time they played each other, and Watkins and Robbins were active. Hardman had five targets, and again, a lot of that is I think they're going to throw a ton. I mean, this was the target breakdown, and again, the the blueprint's not going to be exactly the same. But I do think Mahomes is going to have to throw a lot. He had 49 pass attempts in a game that they led uh, 27 to 10. They did not stop passing uh, because they realized they're not going to run. So the target breakdown was 15 for Tyreek, 8 Kelsey, Watkins 7, Robinson 6, Hardman 5, and 2 for Bell, 1 for CEH. So maybe it's possible because they're just going to pass a lot. So maybe it's not as bad as I thought. But – I still think if Robinson and Watkins are playing, you're just not going to see as much of a target share for Hardman. And he's going to have to get it done on an explosive play. All right. Last one. Here we go. Tampa Bay. Scotty Miller. 20 and a half receiving yards. The under is plus 100. That's the way I'm leaning. Um, I said only if Antonio Brown plays. Now, Antonio Brown, again, 
put in a full practice on Thursday, which tells me Antonio Brown is playing, which tells me that Antonio Brown at plus 225 for an anytime touchdown is definitely in play. And that, my friend, puts me on the under for Scotty Miller at 20 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I definitely lean towards the under. It's just scary, though, because like he could go over that with one play. <laughs> Sure, but, he could, but, but your the, whole, the dude's your a whole, ghost when Brown's on the field. Right. He's a ghost. And that's what I'm saying, and it's the Super Bowl. You know, you got to have your top guys out there. Now, what if Brown is kind of limited and not, and then they, you know, rotate him in and out, and they do have Miller on the field for more snaps? That's the risk. So I agree with your whole premise. Just scares me um, because that could you could lose that on one play. Yeah. But I agree – I would say yes. I'm not I don't think I'm going to play it, but I agree with the thought, the process, but I just think that one play could just derail that. Can't play scared there, Adam. Can't play scared. Well, I'm not playing it. So you could play it and don't play scared. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to play scared. No, but I I like it. I like it. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, did we talk any QB props? Do you like any of the ones that we saw there? Uh, yeah, the Brady interception over a half. <clears throat> uh, for Mahomes, I kind of like the over 40 and a half pass attempts. You like the over for Mahomes? Yeah, I, I can dig that one. Absolutely. I think the, the yards are tough because um, talked about this with Justin Fenson on our alarm after hours because we did a prop draft and he took Mahomes over 325 and a half. Mahomes has never gone over that number in a playoff game. Right. Doesn't mean he can't, but and then no, I and he's that. only he's only thrown for 326 or more in seven of 17 games this season. Right. And not and last week he had 325. So he yeah. was below that. Um, but the other then I thought about it, I'm like, well, I'm in on him passing a ton due to the matchup and them not running. And he had 49 pass attempts in the first game when they played from ahead. So I wouldn't play it, but maybe he does go over it. It's possible because I again I just think I'd be stunned if Kansas City ran the ball a lot in this game. Why would you? You have Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyree, all these weapons. And Tampa Bay is good against the run. Why would you run against them for? Yeah, no, I hear no you. point. Listen, I saw I saw points bet had a forty and a half at plus one hundred, um, which uh, which which intrigued me. Forty and a half over in DK was plus one hundred one. So I, I I'm with you on that. I think that you know either one of those bets will you know would work. I, I agree with you. Uh, why run the ball when? A, Tampa Bay is one of the best run defenses, and B, you haven't fucking done it all season. So, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if you want to, if you want to zig when everybody thinks you're going to zag, you can do it in a bunch of different ways. It does not have to mean that you're suddenly going to become this like big ground attack. Look, no everyone way. knows what Kansas City is going to do for these last, well, especially this year. No one stops them. So it's like, you're the bully. It's like, you know what we're going to do? Fucking stop us. No one has. Yeah, I mean, essentially, they've lost one game this year. I'm not counting Week 17. They've lost one game, and we talked about this. They didn't even play great this year. They didn't cover the spread most of the games down the stretch, and I felt like, yeah, they're kind of coasted. The game they lost was to the Raiders, right? When they and it was that was a shootout. I think it was 40 to 32. Yeah, they lost 40 to 32. That's my point. That's the only way you're beating this team. I just don't see 
them being held to fewer than 27, 30 points. No one has done it. If Tampa does it, I will say great job, Todd Bowles. Excellent job by the defense. We have seen no one do it. I think San Francisco's defense last year was better than Tampa Bay's. They didn't do it. They did it briefly, and then they couldn't finish the job because this team just is – they don't get stopped with the money on the line. They Until I see it change, I'm not going against them. Um, Mahomes, not a, not a big turnover guy here. His, uh, what you call it? His interception prop is 0. 0.5. Um, what do you think? I mean, for, for the, for, for throwing down at, at plus 150, uh, over at William Hill, I might be inclined to doing that. For over a half or under? Over the half. Yeah. Under, I could see it. under's not even worthwhile. I yeah, mean, under's. I, I could see him throwing a pick, especially if they the Bucks do generate some pressure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could see Mahomes definitely throwing a pick. All right, beautiful. All right, great stuff, man. Absolutely great stuff. Um, final uh, final call here for uh, for the game itself. I said I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm laying the three points. I'll take the over on fifty six and a half. Uh, how about you? Um, I will take the Chiefs minus three, and I will take the under. Just trying to be different, aren't you? <laughs> trying, to show, trying to show me up, aren't you? Nah, but I don't feel as good about that. But I, I'd be surprised if the Chiefs lost this game. I really would. No disrespect to Tampa Bay. I think, can they win? Yeah. I just... But I haven't seen anyone slow Kansas City down. Now, if I'm watching the first quarter and that offensive line is leaky, I'll be like, oh, shit, here we go. That, that's, <laughs> to me, that is the way. That's the only way. If that offensive line, and I know it's simplified, but if Mahomes is he, mobile, he can move around stuff. But if it's that bad that they just collapse and the Bucks' defensive line is too much, uh, I would not be – that would be the one way where I'm like, oh, yeah, they stopped them. The offensive line proved to be too much that they couldn't fix it. That's the way that the Bucks, I think, win. I, I just don't see like the Bucks winning thirty-eight, thirty-five, or something like that. I, I don't see that. You don't see? Oh yeah, I don't see thirty-eight, thirty-five Bucks. No, I don't see that either. No, 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 no. Do you have a final score prediction? Um. I'll say 30 to 23. 30 to 23, which keeps you on the under there. So I'll say 38 to 30. How about that? I'll take it. Okay, that's cool. Does that work for you? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guys. That's a lowdown there on some props that you might want to look into playing. Uh, Our calls here for this week's Super Bowl, this season's Super Bowl. So best of luck to you all. Uh, enjoy, Adam. Are you uh, are you are you watching the game with anybody? Are you uh, sitting at home by yourself? Uh, and if so, uh, what kind of a spread are we looking at? Are we talking about that chicken parm that you keep telling me about? Uh, the plans have not been finalized yet. One of my friends invited me over, but it's in Long Island, so I don't know if I want to drive all the way out there. Uh, and then, if not, I'm assuming my friend who lives upstairs will tell me to come over. So I'll probably be watching it with someone. I just don't know exactly what yet. You'll be home, right? With your wife? Yeah, I'll definitely be home with the wife who will just be serving me hors d'oeuvres all day. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to have that treatment, but 
that's nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm very excited. I, I love watching the Super Bowl at home with just me and the missus because there's nobody else that I have to, you know, like when you're like sitting there and you got, you know, guests over and, you know, you, you have to like, you, you can't eat all the sherried meatballs yourself or all the little smokies or the pigs in a blanket or anything like that because you got to share, you know, enough for the guests. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Give me all the food you can. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up, and we'll catch you next time.